This is your wake up call. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. And happy holidays. Drop one of clues bombs for the damn holidays. It is the most wonderful time of the year, indeed. It is. You don't have no Christmas music and nothing going yet. No Christmas sweepers? Do we ever play Christmas music? No Christmas promos? All we have is DMX singing... Uh, that, well, put that in. That, and that, that Jingle bells. And that's it. That's all we have. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, whatever DMX whatever he's singing. singing. Well, welcome back, everybody. Back to the work week. Hope yes. you guys had a great uh, holiday and a I happy like Thanksgiving. I, I felt like I needed one more day. Uh, what you I mean? was getting in bed yesterday. I was like, I just need one more day. You're about to get 20 more days. What are you talking about? Christmas is right around the corner. We get that break off, too. All right. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. This is the holiday but season. But usually we have up, up a little earlier like, you know for Christmas. What? This year it's later. Yeah, like, I woke up this morning like, yeah, it would be nice coming back January 5th or something like that. Who, 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 oh, oh, y'all ain't put y'all days in, huh? I did, but we still gotta be at you here today. Oh, but I'll see y'all January 8th since we're talking about it. No, January 8th. <laughs> I'm yeah, serious. <laughs> My goodness, how was everybody Thanksgiving? I did something different for Thanksgiving this year. I actually, we had an early Thanksgiving and I took the kids to the movie to see The Grinch. So oh, it, I love The Grinch. So it, it, was, it was dope. So I got out of Thanksgiving early. We left the house around 3, 4 o'clock and then we went to the movies and The Grinch was dope. Shout out to Pharrell. He was, it was his voice narrating The Grinch. It was, it was a, a good flick. And didn't Tyler, the creator, do the song? You're a mean one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure did. Yep. yep. I'm mm-hmm. surprised they even let people still do the Grinch in this politically correct era. I would think that they'd be upset that the Grinch doesn't like Christmas. I'm like, oh, the Grinch doesn't like Christmas. That means he don't like Jesus. Well, you know, he changed his mind at yeah, the end of it. Yeah, I know that, but I don't think they would even. I didn't even think they would let you get to that point in this era. Plus, there's a lot of Grinches in this world, you know. I actually spent some of my holiday in Detroit, and then I came back and saw my family. Mm-hmm. And then last night I went to SOBs and I saw LaBrittany perform. She's from Detroit. Okay. She's on Love and Hip Hop. So that was fun. Okay. And now I'm back at work. What about you, Charlotte? Are you to South Carolina? Uh, yeah, I was in uh, Houston and Dallas for a while. Drop on the clues bombs for Houston and Dallas. Out there, because you know my new book, Shook One Anxiety, playing tricks on me is out. So I was out there, uh, you know, book trapping. And then I was in South Carolina for a little while, and I came back last night, and I was at uh, Amanda Seals. I went to watch the homie Amanda Seals tape her HBO comedy special, I Be Knowing. Oh, nice. Congrats to Amanda Seals. Yes, that'll be out in January, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Where's she taping at? Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say so. I oh, oh. That's <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I'm not putting uh-huh. it out there. I didn't, I, I, oh. It wasn't posted anywhere, so I'm not going to say. Okay, well, shout out to yeah. Amanda Seals. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Oh, man, let's talk about what's going on at the border. I mean, it's really not good news. Sorry, guys. 
All right. Well, we got a Grinch's president. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. When you got a Grinch's president, this is what happens. And I don't think at the end of this movie he's going to like Christmas. Did you guys put your trees up and everything yet? No, nah, I'm trying to do that today, actually. I don't do all that. Yeah. I have these two gold little Christmas trees I just put in the window. I put my tree I might bring them to the juice bar instead. I put my outdoor lights on. I'm all ready. I'm oh, ready we to got kids. Yeah, you guys have kids. Yeah. I'm going to just put up a tree in my house I, for myself. Yeah, that looks lonely. You might as well get a cat. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is like cats, when, 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 you get, when you got kids, like you go all out. You want to have all the decorations up. You want to have the trees up. It's that season, My man. My kids love it. I think that we should cancel Thanksgiving, right? I think that oh they should boy. cancel Thanksgiving and just make Christmas a month-long thing. Let like Thanksgiving be a day of gratitude. Nobody likes Thanksgiving anyway, because we know that's when white people killed all the Indians. So get rid of Thanksgiving. Let that just be a day of gratitude and let that start the the, the Christmas season. And let Christmas season be a whole month. You know what? I ain't mad at that because I don't really love turkey for, for Thanksgiving and I don't like stuffing but I had to cook it because they teach it in my daughter's yes. school and she was really... Oh no, I love stuffing. Nah. I was killing the stuffing and shit. Nah, nah. And the fact that decorations are going up earlier and earlier now. Decorations are starting to go up the same week of Thanksgiving or sometimes the week before. This year it was the week before. So just get rid of Thanksgiving all together. Nobody care about that. All right. Well, front page news when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Get some goddamn Christmas instrumentals in here, please. You can't right. use the word goddamn with Christmas. Why not? It's just his birthday. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's Jesus' that. damn birthday. I can see. You can't say that? All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. There was no football yesterday. Uh, so let's get right into what, what we're talking about. There was no football yesterday. There was plenty of football yesterday. You bought, you back you back fake boycotting now? Yeah, I'm fake boycotting. Oh, okay. My Giants were up 19-3, third quarter, and the Giants just did the Giants, and yeah, they so, lost. So now that they're officially out of the playoffs, now you want to stand with Cap. 25-22. Now, oh, okay. uh, since we got to do scores, Ravens beat the Raiders 34-17. The Bills beat the Jaguars 24-21. The Seahawks beat the Panthers 30-27. The Browns beat the Bengals 35-20. Patriots beat the Jets 27-13. Buccaneers beat San Fran 27-9. The Chargers beat the Cardinals 45-10. The Broncos beat the Steelers 24-17. The Colts beat the Dolphins 27-24. And the Vikings beat the Packers 24-17. And on Thanksgiving, if you missed any of those, the Cowboys uh, beat the Redskins 31-23. Is it inappropriate to have Cowboys versus Indians on Thanksgiving Day? And if they are going to have Cowboys and Indians, shouldn't the game be rigged and the Redskins win? <laughs> Just because. Uh, uh, huh? That seems kind of crazy. But well, whatever. We'll take that W. Drop on the clues bombs for my Cowboys. The Saints okay. beat the Falcons 31-17. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about a mall shooting. This happened in Alabama at the River Chase Galleria in the Birmingham suburb of Hoover. Now, according to police, they're saying there was an argument to, argument between a 21-year-old man and an 18-year-old male. The 21-year-old pulled out a gun and shot the 18-year-old twice in the torso. Now, there was an armed off-duty cop who was working security, and he did end up shooting someone. Only problem is the person that he shot and killed was not the person who fired the shots that wounded and hospitalized two people. An 18-year-old and a 12-year-old also ended up getting shot. They are both in stable condition and expected to survive. Now, civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump blasted the police on Sunday for that shooting. He said he saw a black man with a gun and he made his determination that he must be a criminal. He said that? Yeah, that's what Benjamin Crump said, the Jeez. attorney. Oh, Talking about the, the cop, oh. the security cop that shot the uh, person, the... Emantic Bradford Jr. is the person's name who uh, um, had gotten shot. Uh, so right now, police have not identified the suspect who is at large. 
So, very unfortunate situation. Very that they unfortunate. shot and killed the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about what's going on at the U.S.-Mexico border crossing in San Diego. It's been closed for hours yesterday. A group of migrants on the Mexican side rushed the border area, and that's when the U.S. Border Patrol agents fired tear gas at the group. There were about 500 migrants on the Mexican side of the border. And they tried to cross the border. That's when the authorities started using tear gas to disperse them. We saw young children uh, running and screaming, and it was just mayhem at the border. They said some migrants did throw projectiles that struck several of the agents as well. Donald Trump is threatening to close the U.S.-Mexico border, as he has been for quite some time. Oh, it's a stunt for his base. That's all that was. That was a stunt for his base. Trump is calling for the building of the wall. He he, he did that stunt for his base, so his base gets all riled up and feels all empowered, and he's just gearing up for 2020. That's all. Yeah, really sad situation when you see uh, parents and kids separated at the border, including kids who are young as 18 months old. Yeah. Uh, some of those kids still breastfeeding. Some of them still have never been reunited with their parents, and and who knows if they ever will be, and are changed forever because of a traumatic situation like that. Yeah, it's, it's just a stunt for 2020. Whether we realize it or not, the next presidential uh, election campaign is right around the corner. And, you know, that wall was something that he definitely stood on and said, this is what I'm going to deliver. He hasn't delivered it yet, so this is just a stunt to rile his base up to let is based no look i'm still out here trying to keep these mexicans out all right well that's your front page news and also revolt is off this week so if you're looking for revolt revolt tv is off this week they'll be back next week weren't, right? they, off, weren't they off last they were week. off last week well, the week we, we were, were off yeah and then weren't they off the week before that too yeah they got a couple here? weeks they got a, they had an extended vacation this is more than a couple weeks we see y'all in 2020 uh, <laughs> nah they're gonna be revolt back TV. they're gonna be back one more week they'll be back it. for the presidential elections right on time my goodness to cover that all right well get it off your chest 800-585-1051 if you're upset you need to vent hit us up right now maybe you had a horrible thanksgiving or a horrible week or a horrible weekend and you just need to vent phone lines are wide open 800-585-1051 or Maybe you had a great one, and you just want to tell them why you're blessed. Whatever it may be, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? I called The Breakfast Club and Word? You called The Breakfast Club and Die, bro. No doubt. Hello, who's this? This is Mac. Mac, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. What's going on, man? I just want to speak out for the artists in the Midwest. I want to know why, you know, we're getting so overlooked right now. I mean, I understand the South is doing their thing, the East doing their thing, the, the West and the North, but why when it come to artists from the Midwest, we get so overlooked, like we, we can't compete some, some of the biggest artists ever have come from the Midwest, sir. I mean, you got all of Chicago, which has produced all those great artists. You got yeah. St. Louis. You got Mid- Detroit with Eminem. What are you talking about? Yeah, what, are you, the, what are you talking uh, about? Some of the biggest I mean, artists I mean, ever I mean, have come out names, of the Midwest. Name some I'm, artists. I'm, talk, I'm, talk, I'm talking as as in right now. You're talking about you, you know, and your crew. You want to know why you and no, your crew no, ain't no, on. No, no, I'm not speaking about myself. It's tons of, like, for example, my city, St. Louis. It's tons of artists here. Well, we shut. We, like we, we built the wall around St. Louis after Chingy. We we bought Nelly out. <laughs> Nelly, we accepted Nelly, <laughs> but after y'all gave us that whack artist Chingy, we built the wall around St. Louis. I'm sorry. Have sir. a good one, man. It's, it's Chingy's fault. Hello, who's this? Hey, I'm Brian. Hey, Brian, get it off your chest, bro. I guess uh, I'm blessed to be awake today. Okay. Uh, I, just, I just went through a breakup, though. Uh, the girl, I just started seeing her for about a month, and... Uh, she started asking for money, like, starting to say she need money for this, she need money for that. And I kind of thought that that was kind of weird. 
Uh, I was like, hmm. that's asking you guys, is that normal for like, you know, some if you just start a relationship with somebody? No, that's not normal. Like that. That's not normal at that? all. How much did she ask you for? Uh, she was asked for like $300. How much did you give her? I didn't give her anything. I mean, like, we just started seeing each other and stuff, so I didn't think like, you know, like, I'm plus right now, like, financially, I'm not all set, so. Yeah, I don't think it's ever a good sign when a girl starts asking you for money right after you start seeing each other. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of wild. Did, well, y'all, did y'all sleep with each other? Yeah, yeah, I, I figured. I mean, I was kind of bummed out. She was cool, you know what I mean, down to earth, but I kind of figured. I was like, yeah, it's just kind of uh, a big red flag. It is the holiday season, sir, okay? Everybody yeah. and their mama going to be asking you for money, especially girls that you sleep with. Did you, did you sleep with her? Yeah, I slept with her a couple times. Exactly, so she needs some extra Christmas money. All right, she's just getting an early start. He ain't on got, he ain't got it. I ain't gonna lie. If y'all were intimate like that, it. and if she needed a couple, a couple hundred dollars for whatever to pay a bill, I, I, I understand why she would ask. Especially it. around Christmas time, sir. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the only person she has to ask is the guy she just started dating. Uh, they had, they why had sex. You ask him? Like they're intimate. They didn't. How long a, have y'all been dating? It was only a month. That's the okay. Friend. Come on. That's, well, that's that's the guy's fault. Every guy knows you don't start dating a new girl around this time of year. You wait till after Valentine's Day. Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning. It's your boy Spectre. What it do? Spectre, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I just want to say, man, I had such an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. Both, all three of my babies was in the same building, under the same roof, along with the grandbaby. The two youngest made sweet potato pies, and I made the most bangin' cheese, banana cheesecake. Oh, my goodness. First of all, how old are your kids yeah. that they know how to make sweet potato um, pie? The <laughs> oldest is 24, the damn, youngest is damn. 12, Stop calling them the, the youngest, bro. Stop calling them the youngest. Right? You got grown-ass kids. If your kid's old enough to buy alcohol, they're not young. Two of the one is old enough to buy alcohol. The other two ain't. How old Those are you? Those are still his yeah, babies. How old are you, sir? Those are his babies. I'm 45. Okay, I'm okay. pretty young in the game. All right, all right bro. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, we're you had, all young in the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you had a great Thanksgiving, brother. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all had a good one, too, man. Y'all be blessed and peace, man. Spread love, man. Get that knucklehead Trump, yo. Okay. All right. Get it off your chest. Spread love, yo. Forget that knucklehead Trump, yo. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Chris, what up? Breakfast Club! What's happening? What's up, Chris? Get it off your chest, bro. What's happening? So, first and foremost, I'm not mad at all. I'm abundantly blessed. So, um, my wife and I, we got married October 2017. We had our firstborn, March of 2018. Yesterday, we found out, after we already got an eight month, that we got another one on the way. Now, aren't you supposed to wait at least a couple months before you have sex again? You just went right back at it, huh? Envy, I know you're not now, talking. You're right. Envy, Envy, you the one I needed to talk to. How, right. how close are your uh, closest kids? Because I know you got a whole tribe. You're right. You're right. I got a, I got a, I got a one that's a, a year apart. <laughs> like you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> a year apart? So how, how did that go, though? Like, for real? What you mean, how did it go? I had sex with my wife, and then she got pregnant. The same again. thing no, you no, telling no, him no, not I'm to do. Saying, like, with them so close, like, with, with it only being a year apart. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, they argue and fight a lot, but you know what? They fight and argue every day, but then at night they gotta be together and sleeping with each other, watching television. Like they, you know, they they brother and sister, which is dope. But they fight all day long. Me and my brother are only a year apart, and we used to fight. We used to go at it like death match all day long. <laughs> I can't receive this. I cannot receive this. The blood of Jesus. Oh, man, man, it's gonna be a beautiful thing, man. She got a, they, they got they got a homie for life. That's 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 the closest they gonna get to their day one that ain't their parents. 
Hey, man, I, I might have to pick up a copy of your book for real, for real now. I already got the first one, Charlamagne, but I got to get the second one because anxiety playing tricks on me, man. It's, it's called Parental Paranoia. I got a whole chapter about it in my new book, sir. I already know it. I already know it. But God bless y'all. Pray for me. And uh, let's do it. We definitely will. Have a good one, bro. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? It's Nate. Nate, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, Nate. How y'all doing, good people? Yeah, I wanted to just uh, put a notice out, man. My my son, he's in the military, in the Army or whatnot, and uh, he's actually been missing for a week now, man. And, really? Um, Yikes. I haven't heard from him or anything, man. I had a conversation with him or whatnot. What he's going through ain't as bad, but he's making it worse by disappearing. Is he, so is he on a special mission, or you just you don't know where he's at? Is he being transported I mean, to someplace man, else? His, his sergeant even called me and was like, you know, hey, man, have y'all seen him or whatnot? No, oh, wow. man, no, That's man. Awful. Where is he? Where is he? Hey, where was he seen last? He, he was he, he's on station in Fort Drum, New York. Oh, okay, so he's not overseas or nothing like that. Nah, nah, he's not overseas or nothing like that, man. He's man, just, I'm sending a prayer know. for him, and I hope that he surprises y'all. Soon. And what's his name again, brother? Darius Smith. Darius Smith. Have you seen Darius Smith? Give his family a call. Thank you, brother. Darius Smith, call your damn family. I wonder if they have any idea what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's good? This is uh, Coach Perk from Brick City Lions. Uh, what's up, Perk? Coach Perk? What's going on with you? Can't call it. I wanna, uh, I'm blessed. All my, all three of my teams are going to Disney, two of my chick going to Disney. That's what it is. Why, man. they won a championship or something? Yeah, we watched the Eastern Region Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Envy, Envy, this Coach Perk, the one with the um, Brick City Lions. What's up, Coach? Logan. Yep, my son's, yeah. my son's heading to Disney with y'all this week, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we need y'all help. We need uh, Go Farm. We need everybody to go to Go Farm Brick City. Yeah, that's right. Well, the kids, the kids from Newark, uh, of course, there's a bunch of teams that made it to Disney. Now, is is it's very expensive to go to Disney, and you know it's the holidays, so a lot of people, a lot of families need help. So, I'm gonna post a GoFundMe again. I posted it on Thanksgiving to help the kids go. I mean, it, it's it's a great team, a great organization. It keeps the kids out of the hood, keeps them out of the ghetto, gets them something to do I need other a, than I, just just roam the streets. So, now I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't usually trust GoFundMe's. You know but, what I'm saying? I always tell people that send me GoFundMe's to go f themselves. Uh, but I need at least one or two more forms of identification since y'all from Newark. Nah, stop okay? it. Just stop because, it. Only because y'all from Newark. Stop it, stop it. My son's on the team. I just got to prove this is legit, all right? My son's on the team. We've been we've been donating money to try to get make sure the whole team goes. There's three teams that's actually making from Newark. It's a great, great program. I actually reached out to the mayor, too. They're supposed to get back with me today, Ross Barak, because I think that it's right. great for the city of Newark, and he should definitely be representing as well as much as we represent for him when he has his... Drives and all that other stuff. I agree, but Rob Rock is just right. checking out the organization to make sure that they legit. You know what I'm saying? That's all. <laughs> you know, you hear the name Newark, you just gotta look alive. Stop a little it, bit. man. Oh, <laughs> Coach Perks, thank all you for calling, all man. All Help the kids thank out. Envy definitely thank sent out that mass text I message. I sent it to you. Yeah, donate. Yeah, I definitely sent it to all friends and family. Yeah, I was donate, like, yeah. what is this? What is this GoFundMe Envy sent? But now we know what it is. See. Uh, yes. Yes, thank you. Much love, respect. And you bust them kids' ass down there. I, my wife's going. I ain't going this trip, but you bust them kids' ass. Yeah, we're going to do it, brother. We're going to do it. We got, we got you. All right, brother. All right, well, let me get off this right. Cyber Monday site. See, there you go. Donate she, instead. And shout out to the Cyber Monday, isn't it? And parents uh-huh. and all that for uh, the Brick City Lions, man. I'm going to post it again. So if y'all want to donate, y'all could definitely help them kids. And I'll donate it. I'm going to help a couple of kids get out there because it's, it's a good thing, man. They're they taking the kids and keeping them off the streets. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Nagi, we got rumors on the way? 
Yes, let's talk about Michelle Obama. How much did her book sell in the first week? Amazing numbers. Describe also, it. Diddy, let's uh, discuss the eulogy that he had at Kim Porter's funeral that happened over the weekend. A lot of people showed up, and it was a celebration of her life. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast we Club. We are back after a nice little week hiatus, baby. That's right. We're, We're live. We're here. After eating a lot. Did you eat a lot over the holidays? Yeah, I OD'd. I'm not I did. Lie. Too. And I just got Snoop Dogg's cookbook here. I had three plates on From Thursday. Cook to cook. And then my aunt, uh, my aunt cooks on Saturdays of Thanksgiving, and it's fried everything: fried fish, fried shrimp, fried scallops, red rice. Oh my God, man! And then you say to yourself, "Well, it's the holidays." And then my home, my my, my little cousin Brit Brat uh, dropped on the clues for Brit, dr- clues bomb for Brit Brat. She made the garlic crab tray with all the shrimp and the crab legs mm. and the whole crabs. Oh man, I was ODing in South Carolina. My ODing. Goodness. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Michelle Obama. This is the rumor report. With Angela Yee. Well, Michelle Obama's book, her memoir, Becoming, has sold more than 1.4 million copies. Jesus Christ, drop on the clues. In the first week, seven days. She sold more in a week than my whole catalog thus far, and I got two books out. (laughs) 1.4 million in the first, I mean, that's a a lot of books. 1.4 million, it's a bestseller in Europe and Scandinavia, and it's the number one adult nonfiction in the U.K., and there's going to be three million copies in print in the Canada in Canada and in the U.S. They're saying it's the biggest first week sales of any book this year. Wow. Yes, and it's going to be number one on the New York Times bestselling book list, which comes out later on on Wednesday. I mean, between the advance that she got in collecting royalties off selling 1.4 million books, she's, I mean... She's right. been she, straight before. She'll, she'll be able to fund the presidential campaign. In and let's not forget, Barack Obama's book is coming out soon, too. He's got his own memoir that, that he's working on. That, Another one. Yeah, that was all the package deal they did. Another one yeah. with Penguin Books. So congratulations to them mm-hmm. already. All right, now, over Penguin the weekend. Penguin ain't never been that popular since Batman. Uh, now, over the weekend, there was the funeral for Kim Porter. So really, sad. really sad every time we think about everything that happened, the children that she's leaving behind, how much everybody really loved her. Now, Diddy did do a eulogy, which was about 15 minutes. Definitely thought he was going to break down, but he managed to make it through. Here's some of what Diddy had to say about the kids. To my kids, Justin, Christian, Delilah, Jesse, Chance, another man in the house, Quincy. Your mother instilled in me this, and I pledge in front of everybody right now that I will always be there for y'all. I will always take care of you. To the girls especially, we're about to enter in some different type of times. I want y'all to be able to talk to me about everything, and I mean everything, and I mean everything. I feel sorry for that family, man. Hug your mothers, man. 47 is way too young way to be too passing young. away. And all the pictures they've been posting of her and the kids, like, she just seemed like a great mom. That's why age is a blessing, okay? This is why you should want to be old. You should want to grow to be 80, 90 years old. Well, let's right? hear some more from Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's some people in your life that's going to be irreplaceable. And I just want to tell y'all, thank y'all so much. And Kim, we're going to miss you. So much, but I ain't gonna miss you too much because I'm not gonna let your voice inside of me stop talking. Right. I know you like to talk to me a lot once you get on them, those, those rants. <laughs> and I just want you to know I'm gonna be listening. We love you, Kim. 
It's, it's, so it's sad, a very man. sad occasion, but it's good to hear people laughing and, uh, you know, like celebrating, celebrating, celebrating the life that life, was. Yes. yes. And uh, he also Oof. talked about how he was dealing with depression at the beginning of the year. She would come over and comfort him and make sure that he was okay and all of that. Now, Faith Evans uh, sang His Eye is on the Sparrow at the funeral. And Yolanda Adams sang as well. Uh, other people who spoke included her son, Quincy, Mary J. Blige, and Dallas Austin. Bishop Noel Jones delivered the eulogy. And then as the procession left the funeral home, they were playing Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Question, what do they do with the doves once they release them? Like, do they recycle they come doves? Back. Oh, the doves come back. do come back? Yeah, yeah they're trained. Oh, okay, I didn't know. They, I was they let them go, and then they come back to right. the, whatever the, the home is. Got you. Okay. She'll be buried next to her mom, Sarah Lee Porter, who died back in 2014. Wow. All right, Charlie Brown. Some people are saying that a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is racist. Oh, God. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you guys see this story? No. no. Today, now, today is National Good Grief Day, too, by the way, honoring the birth of legendary cartoonist Charles M. Schultz, who created Charlie Brown. Fun fact. All right. Well, interestingly enough, they said that the only black character, Franklin, is sitting alone on one side of the holiday table in a rickety old lawn chair. Oh, that's old. I've seen that before. Right. I mean, you know, this came out back in 1973. So yeah, we've all seen no, I'm saying this conversation. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. So now they're going in on it once again. They said they gave our friend the busted chair and won't even sit on the same side of the table. More proof that Charlie Brown and his cohorts are racist. Now, other people did defend Charles M. Schultz. They said, seriously, please get some historical context. Charles M. Schultz was a trailblazer and bucked racism in those days by adding Franklin to reflect the issue and challenging what was then going on in society. Why Franklin couldn't be a leader that didn't want to sit on the same side as everybody else. Maybe Franklin wanted to have his own space and have his own table and have his own side to the table all to himself. Listen, I don't know. Now, if Franklin was pigpen, that would be racist. If Franklin was the only dirty little nigga <laughs> running with all those <laughs> with all the flies and things going around here, that would be racist. Do okay? kids still watch that now? Charlie, Charlie Brown? Brown? Yes. yes, I still watch Charlie Brown. I said kids, I didn't say you. Yeah, it's always <laughs> on. Yeah, absolutely. I've been waiting. I'm still... Do your kids still care about that? Because there's so many things going on now, so many, you know, yeah, they watch newer, care. not from 1973. It's on, so they watch it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, Did thank they do you. Did Charlie Brown and the Big Pumpkin this year? The Great Pumpkin? I thought they do it every year. I didn't see it for Halloween on see, TV. No way. Did you look? Did you watch? Y'all don't it watch it. It usually just comes on. It's one of those things you can't miss. Like you can't miss right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. I don't know. Did they have the float? I guess, I guess they had the float at the parade, right? Y'all don't care. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, I when just we want come, Charlie Brown to kick the football. When we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, you? Uh, we are going to be talking about a shooting in the mall. We'll tell you what happened. Really tragic situation. Wrong person killed. All right. We'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's start with sports. I don't know why, but we'll talk about it. All right, if you don't try to stand with Cap now. Tell, tell them NFL scores. Now, if you missed Thanksgiving games, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Redskins 31-23. The Saints, Say that one again real quick. Nope. The Saints beat the Falcons 31-17. The Ravens beat the Raiders 34-17. The uh, Bills beat the Jaguars 24-21. Seahawks beat the Panthers 30-27. The Browns beat the Bengals 35-20. Patriots beat the Jets 27-13. Eagles beat the Giants 25-22. Buck Buccaneers beat the 49ers 27-9. The Chargers beat the Cardinals 45-10. Broncos beat the Steelers 24-17. Colts beat the Dolphins 27-24. And the Vikings beat the Packers 24-17. And tonight for Monday Night Football, the Texans take on the Titans. I feel like you skipped the story. No, I, I said score. everything. There was a, the, the Giants said, played. What was the Giants? The Eagles, right? The, I don't the know. The Giants played? I said you posted about it, Envy. I thought they were going to win. I, I texted <laughs> all go. my friends. I was like, yeah, did the Eagles come to play today or what? And then we wound up losing, but okay. they lost. 
Anyway, what else are we talking about? Well, unfortunate situation that happened in the mall in Alabama. It was at the River Chase Galleria in the Birmingham suburb of Hoover. Now, there was an argument at the mall between a 21-year-old man and an 18-year-old man. The 21-year-old pulled out a gun and shot the 18-year-old. That's when an armed off-duty cop, he was working security, he shot and he thought he killed the gunman as he fled. But it turns out that he mistakenly killed 21-year-old Amantic Fitzgerald Bradford Jr. They thought he was the shooter, but now they're saying their initial media release was not totally ac- accurate. Bradford was shot and killed. And they're saying that he may have been involved in the altercation, but was not the gunman. So really unfortunate situation. Now, civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump has been talking about the police. He said he saw a black man with a gun and he made his determination that he must be a criminal. Police have still not identified the suspect who is at large. All right. Now, uh, you want to hear a crazy story. Now, a couple purchased... A storage unit that was auctioned off, right, for $500. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a safe inside. So, when they opened up the safe, they managed to get somebody to open it. Guess how much was in the safe? A million dollars. $7.5 million cash. Really? really? Where this was that? <laughs> Uh, this is a story that was actually told to Dan Dotson, who's frequently on Storage Wars on A&E. He said he was approached by women. They didn't say where it was uh, in this story. Now, what happened after that, the original owners of the unit were contacted, by the way, just to let them know that the cash was there. I guess they couldn't just keep the money. Who contacted the- Why them? not? Yeah, who contacted them? Who told? I would have never told. Well, the original owners found out that their storage unit was being auctioned off, and they tried to negotiate a deal to get their safe, but they couldn't. So the couple said they felt like it would have been dirty money if they would have kept it. Why? Well, how, what, what kind of deal do you have to negotiate to get you a storage unit? If you got $7.5 million just chilling in a storage unit somewhere, you should have the money. To pay for your storage unit. It's not like maybe it, it just slipped their mind, or I don't know. Wow. But I, seven million I can't dollars? imagine having seven point five million dollars in a storage That's unit. That's one thing I'm gonna make sure is paid every year, every month on time. So seven the, million. So the attorney had reached out because of the previous owner when they found out it was being auctioned off, and the couple was like, "You know what? We're gonna give it back." And they gave them one point two million dollars in great. reward that's, to, that's to good returning money. the money. Yeah, that's good money. I actually did, did that to somebody this week. I mean, it wasn't seven point two. Yeah, what, sure. what did you do? <laughs> I was in the store, and this uh, dude tapped me on my shoulder and showed me that I had dropped some money. It was like five dollars. So I gave it to him because he didn't have to do that. Charlemagne, that's not the same. It's not the same. same. It's I can't believe you really tried to compare five dollars story. Y'all, y'all same thing happened to me. You're not listening. No, they were rewarded for their honesty. Get out of here. That's what the story people did. They rewarded <laughs> the guy for their honesty. It's like I rewarded the dude standing same, behind me in the line. Same thing honesty. happened to me. So if you found seven point five million cash in a storage unit that you bought, would you return it? If the storage unit are if if they had original owners. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. You just said the whole thing is honesty. Now. I don't think no, I would. I don't know. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I would. If there was a name on the storage unit and we no. knew that, okay, this possibly belongs to this person, I think I would have to. My conscience would eat me up. That money, no telling. That money, that, money. that money might drive me crazy. You ever hear those stories about the lottery curse and no. people get that big, get all that money in the lottery nope. and then bad things happen? Never heard that story. Like, I don't think I could hold on to that money. Every, no one so you wouldn't return else. it. Yeah, I would, I would return it. And that's still a blessing. I would return you it. Give them what if they didn't give you any reward at all? That's fine. I would, like, I, don't I would, I, I would return that. There's no way I, I would open that up because that was somebody. That could be somebody's life savings. Absolutely. They could be planning for something and, and they might have made a mistake and there's no way I would. I could keep that money. I, I, it, it would burn me every day. And either way, you're going to be rewarded for your honesty, whether God in the universe yeah, rewards you for your honesty or this guy gives you $1.2 million or $5. I can you joke and say, $5. yeah, right, but, but I tell you one thing, I wouldn't have called nobody. I would have checked with the authorities. If, if that 
money with him. No, no, no definitely way. not the authorities. Definitely, I'm definitely not trusting the white Are man. Are you crazy? Absolutely not. They'll take that no. and confiscate it from you, exactly. and they'll be rich. Right, yeah. And they'll say, and be turned in twenty thousand dollars. Exactly. It's the holiday season. Like, yeah, we got we had this we had this good Negro coming in. Clearly, you don't watch movies. Nobody would have known. The beige ones might be different than the dark ones. The beige one came in here with seven point five million dollars. Talking about hey, he want to do the right thing. Merry Christmas, guys. Donuts, donuts for everybody. That's your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, let's talk to Kashi Six Nine. Now, we interviewed Takashi right before we went on vacation, and he talked about a lot. But then he was arrested. Question is eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Do you time feel time sorry? Time don't, don't say he was arrested. It's a big difference between being arrested and arrested by the FBI. All right, he was picked up on Fed charges. He was indicted. All right, it's a difference. He's locked up. It's a, but it's a difference between being indicted and just regular arrested. He was indicted. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking, do you feel bad or do you feel sorry for Takashi Six Nine? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now Takashi was locked up. He was arrested. Uh, it looks like he's going to be serving some time. Now the question is, do you feel sorry for Takashi Six Nine? 800-585-1051. When he was up here, he said he only fears two people. There's one thing I fear in life. No, two things. I'm not going to say. I, I fear God, mm-hmm. and I fear the FBI. <laughs> so the question is, do you feel sorry for him? Start with you, E. Do you feel sorry for Takashi? Of Six course nine? I feel sorry for him. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. He's very young, and he goes in and out of me, like, feeling like, okay, he's entertaining, he's cool, and me saying that was real stupid. And, you know, so I do feel bad for him. I feel like he would have eventually had time to grow and make that change. And I know he's scared for his life and his family member's life. And so, of course, I feel bad. I do feel bad for Takashi 69. And the reason I feel bad for him is I, I really think he, he, he was an opportunist, meaning he was a good rapper. He was around street and used the street to catapult his career and as his protection and all that other stuff. But he I don't necessarily felt feel that he's built like that. I don't I don't look at him as a gangster. I don't look at him at, as a bad guy. I, I had conversations with him. I spoke to him. He's he's I seen him with kids before. I don't necessarily see him as a bad guy. I think he used that quote unquote bad guy persona to boost his career and it caught up with him. And you know, it, which is sad, but I don't necessarily believe he's a bad individual. Charlemagne? Uh no, I don't feel sorry for him cuz in life you get what you ask for and you get it because you ask for it and everyone with any type of sense told Takashi how this would end. He'd end up in debt or jail. He made his bed. Now he has to lie in it. I feel sorry that he didn't listen to his elders and he has to learn this lesson the hard way, but I don't feel sorry for him making choices that landed him in the decision, uh, in the position that he's in, he's currently in. But I think a lot of what he was investigated for is stuff that's old. It's not like he so did what? something that day. What does and that mean? He never did anything to anybody. I mean, he, but what do you what, what do you mean? Because it's not like it's not. So even if he is. was exactly. listening, even if he was trying to evolve, a lot of that stuff came back from before. So it wasn't like he did this and got arrested the next day. That's like saying we shouldn't be mad at Donald Trump for making those old grabbing by the vagina comments because they were old. Yeah, I'm not it, saying it be mad what, at what him. I'm just saying you're saying do I feel bad? that he's in jail. What I'm saying is that those charges are things from before, so it's not like if he was listening to what people were saying now. They have him on tape this year uh, allegedly putting $30,000 on Chief Keith's cousin and that they shot at in Midtown Manhattan. But I also feel like, like they're making an example of him and they want him to break and they want him to buckle. They want him to snitch, so they're going to throw everything on him as possible. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Have you ever heard the saying you turn out to be what you pretend to be? Absolutely. So if you pretend to be a gangster, if you pretend to be a blood, if you pretend to be this stone-cold killer that can get people 
people touched, guess what? You have to deal with the consequences of pretending to be that. No, you're absolutely right. But I see this all the time, and I see this. Yep. Even, even even with you, you had Mob Deep uh, outlined in the back of your head, and you <laughs> thought you was from Queensbridge at one time. And, and guess you what? Selling crack and had a gun and, on you. And guess what? Mm. I had to deal with the consequences of my actions. I went to jail. But not for and I was, life. I was not off, for 30 I was, years. I went to jail. and I, He's not going to go to jail for 30 years. He'll do about 8 to 10, maybe. I went to jail. And this is what I always That's tell you. And this is what I tell these kids all the time. They're not getting the opportunities that we got when we were younger. My first charge was assaulting battery with intent to kill, pointing and presenting a firearm. All I was doing was sitting in the back seat when my man was shooting. My other charge was distribution of, uh, of, of marijuana to an undercover police officer. I ended up getting probation. These kids nowadays, they're not getting the opportunities not. to change their life the way that we got. And that's why but I, I feel bad for him. But I still feel bad for him. And that's why no, I, feel I don't bad feel bad for him. For I, do. I don't feel bad for him. I do. Lala! Yes. Hey, what's up, Lala? I'm good. How are you? How's Melo doing? <laughs> I don't know. I hope he's doing okay, though. I'm just messing with <laughs> you. Said, I'm tired of hearing this joke. <laughs> I'm just tired of hearing yeah, that joke. They ask me all the time. <laughs> how do you, how do you, what, what do you feel about Takashi 69 Okay, a part like a little, little half percent feel bad, but the rest of me don't because he don't even understand what he have in his fingertips. Like, he's talking about he don't want to change and he ain't doing this and he ain't doing that. He don't even realize his potential and how far he can go. Yep. So the, I can't feel so sorry for somebody that don't even feel sorry for himself. You see, but the bad thing about it is it worked. Like the whole tough no, guy it didn't. persona. Stop, no, we got to stop saying that. It did. No, it did not. That was we, the reason why no, people started looking no, at it because no, of the trolling no, and all that other stuff. That the, was the reason no, why. No, one of the 48 laws of power is planned to the end. And it did not work if the end result is that you end up in jail or dead. That's not working. We got to stop saying that. It, it did, did not work. work as far as no, his career popping. No, it absolutely no. did. That's what, that's what gets these kids in trouble now. Lamar. Yo. Lamar, do you feel bad for Takashi? Yeah, I do. I really do. Like, to be honest with you, right, just watching him, you know, from the beginning to where he's at right now, I really don't know what's real, what's fake. I don't know. So I just took it as all entertainment. You know what I mean? And then, like, I hear him on a breakfast club in an interview talking about I'm trying to give the people what they want. So I'm like, all right, so he's entertaining. Then he's pretending. Right. I don't know what's real. So I, so I feel bad for him because, like, to me, maybe if this is all just a game and mm. maybe it's not real. And now he's caught up. And I was like, I don't want to mess with you guys now. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel Man, bad every single, every single grown person with some sense told him to stop playing. Life is not a game. We all sat back and watched it and realized he was right. playing and everybody else wasn't, including the FBI. You're absolutely right. But when when he feels like he's becoming a bigger artist, he's he's making more money, it, it's stupid things that the pitfalls you go into. But 800-585-1051, we're talking to Kashi 69 Do you feel bad for him? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Takashi 69 mm-hmm. His album has just leaked as well, which is pretty bad, but he's locked up. Now, he faces a bunch of charges. You got some of those charges, G? Yeah, he's facing a mandatory minimum sentence of 32 years in prison, mm. and that's uh, for charges including racketeering allegations because of his involvement with the Nine Trey Bloods and a previously unreported armed robbery. He's facing a maximum sentence of life in prison. And they've transferred him to a new facility that's used to house witnesses who cooperate with the feds uh, sometimes at times. So we don't know if that's why he's there, but I guess they're faring for his life uh, where he was before. So now they put him into a different federal facility. Now, I've never heard of such a facility. They have facilities just for people who may be possible informants, witnesses. I never heard about that. I mean, it would make sense because if you are going to snitch and you are going to tell, they don't want to put you in po- general population. They'll rather put you 
where you're safe and you feel yeah. comfortable. So nothing can happen to so you. So nothing can a happen to you. A lot of these stories you. don't make no sense to Like, when they talk about Takashi will be in the witness protection program, how? He's still going to want to have a career. He's got a big 6'9 on his face. Correct. All right, with a rainbow hair. What? Where? Where, where is he going to go where we're not going to notice it's Takashi 6'9? Yeah, well, we don't know if that means that he is a, a you know witness or anything like that, cooperating. Well, the, yeah, but he was getting threats from gang members, and he wants to be away from the Bloods and the Crips specifically. So they're trying to put him with neutral inmates. So no we're asking, 800-585-1051, do you feel sorry for Takashi 69 Now, I do. I mean, speaking to the young man and, and, and talking to him and seeing him, he's not that type of person, in my opinion. He, do, he doesn't seem like he's built like that. He doesn't seem like he's a super gangster. I mean, at one time, wasn't he a, a, a crip? Then he was a blood. It, 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 you can tell that he is doing this for his career, and it worked. It got the him popping. And now it's like, look, this is this is not what I am. You know, he came up here and he denounced Trey Way and said it doesn't exist. He's not a part of it anymore. He said that he hires security and dances. He feels like Ariana Grande and he does it because he knows it gets under people's skin. Do I listen, think he's man. that? I don't. So what? Like, no, 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 just, I be, listen, in life, you get what you ask for, you get it because you ask for it. He, he earned this. All right, anybody with one good eye saw this coming. Everybody tried to warn him. So it's hard to say you feel sorry for a man when he made these Choices. He made these choices, and this is what the choices led him to. This position he's in. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see that to anybody. I mean, and to I, be honest with you, man. Sometimes you know, you. you I feel like he could have been uh, redeemed somehow. Y'all, y'all some act like it's over. Y'all, you, we don't know what this kid. What this kid is getting. This kid might get seven to ten. Well, he's facing a mandatory minimum sentence of thirty-two years. Uh, you seen the charges? You seen the video? I mean, it's 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 gonna be a That's tough. That's according one. to the U.S. Attorney. It's I, gonna be I, a tough one. I think he'll get seven to ten. He's twenty. He's a, I don't, don't want to speculate what the young man's gonna get. I just know he's young. So unless they get this man a life sentence to give him 30-something years, Which they could. he still has a chance to redeem himself. And, you know what I mean? If you get 7 to 10, you come home, you could be a totally different person. But he's also scared for his life, other than just that. Jail might have saved his life. Why are you playing? Now, not for nothing, I do feel that he he got locked up, and I think that was part of the reason why he's he's here. I think he, he it kind of saved his life. When he got up here and denounced some of those people, I, I think him getting locked up might have saved but his life. But y'all keep talking about all these, his crew. Think about all the beef he had other than his crew. That is true, The too. guy was, was fearing for his life before this last week. That is true. So what are you talking about? That like, is true. Jail might have actually saved this man's life. Well, 800-585-1051. Do you feel sorry for Tukashi 69 We'll take your calls when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Takashi 69 He was locked up last weekend for a bunch of things. Racketeering. It was so many charges he was locked up for. Putting a hit out, gun charges, all that. It looks like he's going to have to serve some time. And we're asking, do you feel sorry for the boy or I, for the man? No, I don't feel I sorry do. for him. And, and you know, the reason I don't feel sorry for him is because we saw this coming. We all warned him. He made choices. He made decisions. And these choices and decisions that he made will ultimately lead you one or two places, dead or jail. And I think that kids need to learn from people like him. He need to be a cautionary tale to other kids. I know y'all think that that little few Three, four months of, 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 of bawling is worth it, but it's not when this is ultimately the end result. It's like drug dealing. You know what I'm saying? It's literally like drug dealing. You get like five, six good months, and then you end up in jail for the rest of your life or I, dead. I no. wouldn't say drug dealing. I, I think it's one of those things. He did it. He, You know, he, the people around him, his where he grew up, they had his back, and, and 
he thought it was cool. He thought it was I wouldn't be touched, and he he fell victim to circumstances. I don't think he's built like that. He's not a tough guy. I don't. I never got that from him. But the people around him guided him in the wrong position. He thought it was good. He got shows. He made money. He was trolling the industry. People thought it was funny, and he thought it was a way. I I, I do feel sorry. It's for hard him. to say that the people around that. him was guiding him wrong too. He is a, he is a grown. He's a twenty three year old kid. 22, you know what I'm saying? Right? He was 22. 22, but he's been doing this since, what, 20 years old? And he and he following the OGs that he thought had his best interest at heart. Well, right, and he, we do see him doing some positive things as well. He does a lot of positive things. He, you know, he's he part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He drug a lot of money back. Nino Brown gave turkeys out at Thanksgiving. Case of Rasarah, like, like I just look at a lot of people that we know that made mistakes and things that they had done in the and past, you, and and you got to deal with the consequences of those mistakes. Like, but I listen, can still feel bad. I feel bad why though? Like, I, like I said, I don't feel I don't feel sorry for him, but I don't wish the situation on anybody. But I do, I'm smart enough to know that if you make certain decisions, certain things are going to happen. Like I feel bad that his family's life is being threatened, and he's concerned. He caused about all them. that on himself. How many people life did he threaten? But let's go to the phone lines, right? Jesse, Jesse, good morning. How are you? Hey, Jesse, do you feel bad for Takashi Six Nine? Of course, I feel bad for Takashi Six Nine because, first of all, we don't know if he's guilty or not yet. He might be, regardless of all the negativity he surrounds himself. No man deserves to rot in prison unless he committed a serious crime. And um, it's Treyway all day, baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> yeah, this is y'all fault. This is my now was our fault. Now was our fault. fault. And by the way, Shadi is on Love and Hip Hop on this first episode of the new season I've seen that's it. coming on tonight. Diego so got him locked up. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up? Do you feel bad for Takashi Six Nine? Yeah, kind of. I think they're they're trying to give him too much time. I think you really needed a wake up call. But what they're doing right now is just too much. Well, he's not going to end up... Listen, 32 is... He's not going to end up getting no 32 years and no life. we don't know what he's going to get. Even 10 years is going to be harsh. Give him, like, two years or something and let him out after. Okay. Thank you, man. Bridget, good morning. Good morning. Do you feel bad for Takashi 69 Absolutely not. Why? He's stupid. He recorded a whole video talking about he wanted a 30-pack out on dude. No. That was crazy. Make those kind of moves and Yeah, that was stupid. Who was recording that? Who was recording that? And what part of the team thought that was okay? I mean, that... that, Oh, my God. Y'all bugging. That was crazy. (laughs) You already know the whole team is fake. They all turned on. So, the whole squad was fake. And he out here making these kind of moves with fake friends. Yeah, it just wasn't a good look. And what's even scarier is Chief Keith really did get shot at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, come on, man. All right, well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is life is about choices. Some we regret, some we're proud of, some will haunt us forever. The message, we are what we chose to be. You know, and the first time he came up here, I wish he would have really listened to us when we had that conversation when we was trying to be listen honest to everybody. with everybody. And we told him, we've seen this play before. It's, listen, There's this a is a rerun. Let me tell you something. This is the beauty of being older and having experience. We are watching the 30th season of a TV show that has the same script, the same storyline, the same plot, just new characters. But let's be honest. But this is the sad thing. You've been in situations where if... if during your time, you 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 did the same wild out stuff. Yes. I used to walk around in, 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 with with a gun in my shoe. Yes. Like just think about if if we were young and we'd have got caught, it would have been the same thing for us because we were following the wrong people, I doing did the get wrong caught. things. I did go to jail. Oh. I was on probation for a decade. Oh. <laughs> All right, what are you I, talking about? I yes, I did get caught. Oh, okay. Did. All right. Yes. Well. All right, well, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Dwight Howard. He was trending yesterday, and I was wondering why, and we'll tell you what's been going on with him. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk future. 
It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Future's been involved in a lot of drama lately with his, I guess, you know, children's mothers, babies on the way. Now, another woman is saying that she's pregnant. Her name is Eliza Rain. And she went on social media and did a very long post about what she is saying is happening with her in future. Uh, according to her, she's saying that future wants her dead and threatened to kill her if she doesn't have an abortion. Now, she says, I don't know where to start, but I first want to say that the last couple of weeks have been the most stressful, heartbreaking days of my life. Uh, she goes on to say that she started messing with Future on and off a little over two years ago. And yes, I was aware of the many other women and I played my part. And embarrassing as it is to admit, I even had a couple on and off relationships during this period as well. But she did say that Future was her go-to guy. Now, she said he was always a gentleman upstanding. And at one point, she said uh, she found out that she was pregnant and having a baby. Now, she said, uh, he told her, I got gotcha. you. Let me know when it's done. As far as her getting an abortion, he offered to pay for it and everything. Jesus Christ. Right. So what she's saying after this is that she went to the doctor. She's 35 years old. The doctor told her she's already a high risk and, you know, she might not be able to have a baby again. So at that point, she decided that she wanted to have the baby. And she told him and started sending him updates, even though he said he didn't want the baby. And he accused her of being foul for not terminating the baby. She said, we got into an argument. He told me, I don't want you. And you know, you never wanted me. We'll never be together. She said, I knew he was a player, and I hate to admit it, but real talk, we both are players, so of course I never wanted him as a lifetime partner. Uh, she goes on to say that she is now scared for her life because she's been hearing that Future actually uh, has a hit out on her. So I don't know how true any of this is, but it, it was posted on all the blogs. Mm. This is the rumor report. And she's saying that she's scared for herself, her unborn child, and her family. She said, I never thought that a person with five baby mamas would want the sixth one dead. It's truly heartbreaking. Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a lot to digest. No, why would you, I mean, why would you want, and I'm not, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but why would you throw your whole career away just because you don't want a young lady to have a baby? Because that's what's going to happen if you get found out that you put a hit on somebody yeah, and that person gets killed. Right. So. Like, Listen, and we don't know how true this is, but, you, got you know, she to... put it all out. And she said the reason why she did that, because in case anything happens, she feels like this is her security yeah. of putting the whole story out there. Future got enough money to take care of a baby and never be in a child's life. Okay. All right. Now, let's talk about another story that happened over the weekend, which we don't know if it's true or not either, is Dwight Howard. Now, this his name was trending on social media. I got a lot of tags about this post. And uh, somebody named Masin says that, uh, I guess, was involved with Dwight Howard and had been having uh, relationships with him. He's a man. And it says that Dwight was cheating on him with other men and trans men while the two were reportedly engaged in a romantic relationship. He says that he's only coming forward because he's being stalked, harassed, and threatened by Dwight Howard. A lot of people uh, accusing other people of, of threatening them right now. And he told a whole entire story on social media. He said, my life was threatened after I was sexually harassed, threatened and manipulated by someone I respected, my ex-boyfriend, NBA player Dwight Howard, and his camp also catfished by his disrespectful ass pastor. Now he goes on to say that he refused to sign an NDA, and that's why he's being intimidated. He met Dwight a while back at Wildin' Out, to be exact. He said, we made eye contact, and a week later he was in my DMs. I'm used to dealing with celebrities, so automatically I told him, hit me from his Finsta fake page so our combo wouldn't get leaked. He said, I mean, he is a legend. They said nudes were sent. Time went by and things started getting serious. He was fine, 6'11", goofy, very charming, no wife and never been married. 
And he ended up, he said, finally being face-to-face with Dwight Howard. After that day, from my understanding, we had an understanding. And then he posted some messages between the two of them. So he said he then found out that he was going to transgender sex parties, sticking your penis in everyone raw. He said, okay, Magic Johnson 2.0 with amnesia. Uh, he said, my relationship with Dwight pretty much was over in my eyes, especially after he threatened to beat the ish out of me. And that's where things uh, went left. He said he's being stalked and harassed for days and then posted all these uh, phone calls. This is whack. What's the guy's name? Uh, Masin Alije. Masin Alije. I feel like other members of the LGBT community should be standing up, speaking out against him. Because I think this is very whack to weaponize gayness in order to embarrass somebody. But we're going to talk about it during Donkey today. Well, he said that Dwight is a 6'11 bottom and he's having anxiety attacks now because he's being bullied by Dwight's team and Dwight Howard stood there and let his team harass him. Now, did this guy do this? Didn't he do this with somebody else as well? With Playboy Cardi or something like that? Was that true? Uh, he's the same person who tried to expose Playboy Cardi uh, similarly last year. What? Those, but those allegations were never proven true or false. They just went away. Just went Why away. do people act like he's too big to be a bottom too? Be a six eleven bottom. He's a center. He's, he doesn't. He doesn't control the offense. Is that what all the you offense heard? Don't start with him. You, so you just think the defense he starts with him. He likes to post up in the paint and receive the ball. That's bottom activity. But how's his D? Wow, envy. Oh, I don't know. Let's <laughs> you know, call. Let's call. Let's allegedly call Mason <laughs> and see. His name's wow. not Mason. What's his name? Oh, oh, uh, Masin. Masin. Right. Uh, you had similar allegations, envy. Yes, I did. You did. Envy had Envy had GMO. Uh, he had the nine and a half inch dildo. Though. Shut Not up. that real live organic whole foods carrot. Now, in the midst of all this, uh, Candace Buckner tweeted Shut out. Up. Uh, Dwight Howard went through a very long pregame routine of low impact shooting, and now it appears that was just his workout for the night. Howard is out versus the Pelicans will miss his third straight game with the lingering soreness from his buttocks muscle. I heard about that. Then she had to delete that tweet because it. It was just wrong timing. It's not wrong timing. If that's the injury he got, that's the injury he got. Yeah, but how did he get that buttocks injury? Well, we don't know. All right, guys. (laughs) Somebody hit him with the hard D. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes hard defense will cause him Now, Kevin Hart and his wife, Aniko, people were upset at them for being culturally inappropriate and offensive with their son's, uh, Kenzo's birthday theme. It was a Cowboys and Indians party on Thanksgiving for his first birthday. Now, Aniko put up a picture. Zoe's Cowboys and Indians party was nothing but amazing. Thanks to everyone for coming. We love you guys. But some people thought it was... Just uh, disrespectful because of uh, the gear and the hell Cowboys and Indians thing. The Cowboys and Indians played on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys and Redskins had a Thanksgiving night game. Y'all they weren't just like football players. Y'all couldn't, I guess we boycotted so they didn't see the game. Yeah. It's the red, like, come on. Like, you could have been mad at the NFL for that. All I right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. I know that's a lot to digest on a Monday morning. All right. <laughs> Why you got to straw in your mouth like that, yo? What's wrong with you, yo? <laughs> what you mean? Where and, else would a straw go, Envy? And never forget. Boy, I'm not going to ask you, Mr. Freaky. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you ain't got this nothing on the other end of that straw. What are you doing, Charlemagne? And today is Cyber Monday, so make sure y'all get your shop on today. Just so you guys know, I'm looking at all the sales happening right now. Fashion Nova has a Cyber Monday sale up to 90% off. Yes, uh, Envy, uh, God versus my enemies has dildos 95% <laughs> off. You <laughs> buy two, get one free. No, no, we <laughs> don't. 
don't. Throwing some batteries. We don't. We have. And you know, congratulations to Cardi. T-shirts and sweaties is thirty five percent off, but there is no dildos. All right. That's not a bad idea. And shout out to Cardi B with her Fashion Nova collection selling out like immediately. I want to include every time it came out. That's amazing to her. So make sure you go check out that Cyber Monday sale, and that's just dope for her. Her stuff looks really nice too. What about God versus my dildos? That'd be kind of hot because that was that was Satan trying you. You know what I'm saying? That what was that was Satan about? trying you with them fake Snapchat messages. So yeah. It could be God versus my dildos. <laughs> you know what? Can you put the take the straw out your mouth, man? Yes, Envy. You're All making right. me uncomfortable. This is awkward and <laughs> uncomfortable. You know, just a side note. Just a side note. Side note. Before we side get to the donkey, I said side note. Before we get to the donkey, I'm DJing uptown, right? Okay. And this guy, he he opens up a bottle of champagne, and the bottle of champagne goes everywhere. Flashes in your face. Not, right. not in my face. See? Okay. So, right, it goes, it hits my laptop. So, okay. they, so they're about to throw them out. They're about to throw the, the section out. So I'm like, nah, don't throw them out. They were just, just let them live. They was having a good time. So he comes up to me. He's like, yo, I want to thank you for, for not throwing me out. Mm-hmm. I was like, no doubt. He says, I also want to tell you you're attractive. Hey, drop on <laughs> oh, the clues bomb for Envy, baby. It was just awkward. It was awkward. Why is that awkward? Because a man called you attractive, First man. he tried to bust champagne in my face. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. You know what? You know what? like a party to me. <laughs> you know That's you know not bad. That sounds like his gaydar went off you know and what? he sees something you know in you. I'm not telling y'all nothing anymore. Who are you giving your donkey to, man? I am giving my donkey to whoever that man wanted to give his donkey to last night in that club. <laughs> Shut okay? up, Envy? All right. No, I'm giving, uh, what's the guy's name? What's the name that's trying to, what's, that's trying to outdo You gotta know who you giving your donkey to. I can't pronounce it. Masin? Masin, what's his last name? LG? Elijah? Elijah. It looks like there's an oh, accent give, over the last you E. Gonna, you gonna give your donkey to him? Yes, Masin Elijah. Okay. Masin Elijah is about to get all of this donkey. <laughs> He's gonna accept it. Okay, we need to talk about this. All right. Before after the hour. We'll do it when we come back. Keep it locked. This is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, What's but the Donkey of the Day is a new one. Uh, let's talk family. Right. Uh, I really need uh, the members of the uh, LGBT community, our family in the LGBT community, to listen up because I'm really going to need y'all at the end of this donkey of the day because I have a question. Now, uh, donkey of the day for Monday, November 26th goes to my scene. Elijah, uh, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, but if you don't know who that is, he is the man who is alleging that Washington Wizards center Dwight Howard is gay. According to Masin Elijah, Dwight Howard is his ex-boyfriend, and he's accusing Dwight Howard of threatening and sexually harassing him. Now, if you wasn't following this over the weekend, Masin Elijah released a series of tweets, and in the tweets he says he met Dwight Howard on the set of Wildin' Out. They made eye contact, and a week later, he says Dwight Howard slid in his DMs. And soon after that, they began exchanging intimate photos. Masin Elijah then posted a direct message between him and Dwight Howard, and in these DMs, he asked Dwight if his friends and family know that he likes to creep creep with transgender women and men between his sheet sheets. Uh, Dwight's alleged response was a nice little hesitation move, the kind of hesitation move you would expect from an eight-time NBA All-Star. Drop on the clues bomb for Dwight Howard, damn it. All right. He simply said, why are you asking for? Masin replied, I'd like to know. Dwight replies, I don't want to answer. Now, how did we get here? How did we get to this point where Masine is exposing Dwight Howard? Well, according to Vibe.com, problems arose in their relationship when uh, Masine learned Howard was sleeping with other people. Okay, Masin, Sex parties. To sex be parties, yes. Masine assumed Dwight Howard was having sex with prostitutes, but later realized he was attending transgender sex parties. And after confronting Dwight about it, he says one of Dwight Howard's associates 
offered him hush money, and when he didn't take it, that's when the threats on his life started. Now, this is Charlemagne the God talking, and I want you to understand exactly why Messine is getting donkier today. See, Messine could be lying. I think it's important to note that websites like clutchpoint.com have pointed out this is not the first time Messine has tried to accuse someone of being gay. In fact, he ran the same exact play last year with hip-hop artist Playboy Cardi, and that DM conversation he posted was proven to be fake. Another Twitter user, Adelia's face, accused Messine of selling her friend a camera for $300 online, but never sending the camera and then blocking her friend. So it's important to note these things because Messine could be a scammer. He could be a complete and total fraud looking for cyber clout. We all know we live in an era where nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more, more entertaining. But then again, this story could be completely true, 100%. And if so, the problem I have is a gay man trying to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept. How is the LGBT community going to ever achieve true equality when some members of the LGBT community are quick to weaponize being gay when things don't go their way? Okay, you're mad you was in a relationship with Dwight Howard and he started cheating on you with transgenders. So what? Dwight Howard is not married. He doesn't have a girlfriend that we know of. He's not a man of the cloth. He's not out here pretending to be some type of holier-than-thou type of guy. If this was a story of Dwight cheating on a woman, a woman with a bunch of other women who weren't transgender women, this wouldn't even be an issue. Dwight would just be considered a dog. He wouldn't be getting shamed. This is why I tell people live their truth so nobody can use your truth against you. But... If Dwight doesn't want to let the world know his truth, if he's allegedly bisexual, that's his business. If he's a 6'11 bottom, so what? He's a big man. He likes to post up in the paint and get served the ball. If he likes to post up in the bedroom and get fed the balls, that's his business, okay? When you're always finishing around the rim, sometimes you want someone to finish around yours. All right, in basketball, the pick and roll is when a player sets a screen for a teammate, all right, handling the ball and then moves towards the basket to receive a pass. If Dwight is indeed a bottom, then the pick and roll is his move, all right? Call it the Moby Dick and Roll. When he's in the bedroom, he wants to set a screen and receive a penis. I mean, a pass. Whatever. The moral of the story is, if Dwight Howard is gay, so what? Now, what if, because of these allegations, Dwight Howard has an emotional and mental breakdown and decides to jump off a building and he lands on a pole but first, See. okay, and dies or hurts herself. Whose fault is that? See. All right, I have a problem with Messine weaponizing sexuality to shame Dwight Howard, okay? Messine knows how some people in society view the LGBT community, and if normalizing homosexuality and being transgender is the goal, then someone from the LGBT community, please tell me how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is getting y'all towards that goal. Tell me. Please give Messine Elijah the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. You are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Now, what, qu what question did you ask? I want to talk to the, my, my LGBT family, and the reason I want to talk to y'all is because I just don't understand how, you know, weaponizing sexuality to shame somebody is going to get the LGBT community closer to the, the goal of equality that I know that they want. You know, I don't understand how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is a good thing. I need to, I, I want to talk to them and see how they feel about it. So what's the question? So I thought so it was more the about the cheating. 
What and going mean? to sex parties and cheating on him because he was saying they were in a relationship. Yeah, but then he's outing him. He's yeah. trying to shame him. Definitely, he's, he's, definitely weaponi- him. he's weaponizing D- Dwight Howard's sexuality because he knows how society is going to view that man now. So I wanted to know how, why they feel like, you know, attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is cool. Okay. How is that cool? Well, I don't think that's cool at all. 585-1051. Let's open up the phone lines. What's your question again, sir? How? Why, uh, oh, yeah, I want the LGBT community to tell me how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is cool. Okay. All right, we'll take it. Or, your... or do they think that's cool? We'll take your calls when we come back. I just and... want to know how they feel about it. Okay. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, What's but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Uh, let's talk family. All right. uh, I really need uh, the members of the uh, LGBT community, our family in the LGBT community to listen up because I'm really going to need y'all at the end of this Donkey of the Day because I have a question. Now, uh, Donkey of the Day for Monday, November 26th goes to Marcin Elijah. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, but if you don't know who that is, he is the man who is alleging that Washington Wizards center Dwight Howard is gay. According to Masin, Elijah Dwight Howard is his ex-boyfriend, and he's accusing Dwight Howard of threatening and sexually harassing him. Now, if you wasn't following this over the weekend, Masin Elijah released a series of tweets, and in the tweets he says he met Dwight Howard on the set of Wildin' Out. They made eye contact, and a week later, he says Dwight Howard slid in his DMs, and soon after that, they began exchanging intimate photos. Masin Elijah then posted a direct message between him and Dwight Howard, and in these DMs, he asked Dwight if his friends and family know that he likes to creep creep with cha- transgender women and men between his sheet sheets. Uh, Dwight's alleged response was a nice little hesitation move, the kind of hesitation move you would expect from an eight-time NBA All-Star drop on a clues bomb for Dwight Howard, damn it. All right. He simply said, why are you asking for? Masin replied, I'd like to know. Dwight replies, I don't want to answer. Now, how did we get here? How did we get to this point where Masine is exposing Dwight Howard? Well, according to Vibe.com, problems arose in their relationship when uh, Masine learned Howard was sleeping with other people. Okay, Masine. Sex parties. Sex parties, yes. Masine assumed Dwight Howard was having sex with prostitutes, but later realized he was attending transgender sex parties. And after confronting Dwight about it, he says one of Dwight Howard's associates offered him hush money, and when he didn't take it, that's when the threats on his life started. Now, this is Charlemagne the God talking, and I want you to understand exactly why Masin is getting donkey today. See, Masin could be lying. I think it's important to note that websites like clutchpoint.com have pointed out this is not the first time Masin has tried to accuse someone of being gay. In fact, he ran the same exact play last year with hip-hop artist Playboy Cardi, and that DM conversation he posted was proven to be fake. Another Twitter user, Adelia's face, accused Masin of selling her friend a camera for $300 online, but never sending the camera and then blocking her friend. So it's important to note these things because Masin could be a scammer. He could be a complete and total fraud looking for cyber clout. We all know we live in an era where nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. But then again, this story could be completely true. 100%. And if so, the problem I have is a gay man trying to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept. 
How is the LGBT community going to ever achieve true equality when some members of the LGBT community are quick to weaponize being gay when things don't go their way? Okay, you're mad you was in a relationship with Dwight Howard and he started cheating on you with transgenders. So what? Dwight Howard is not married. He doesn't have a girlfriend that we know of. He's not a man at a cloth. He's not out here pretending to be some type of holier-than-thou type of guy. If this was a story of Dwight cheating on a woman, a woman with a bunch of other women who weren't transgender women, this wouldn't even be an issue. Dwight would just be considered a dog. He wouldn't be getting shamed. This is why I tell people live their truth so nobody can use your truth against you. But... If Dwight doesn't want to let the world know his truth, if he's allegedly bisexual, that's his business. If he's a 6'11 bottom, so what? He's a big man. He likes to post up in the paint and get served the ball. If he likes to post up in the bedroom and get fed the balls, that's his business, okay? When you're always finishing around the rim, sometimes you want someone to finish around yours. All right, in basketball, the pick and roll is when a player sets a screen for a teammate, all right, handling the ball and then moves towards the basket to receive a pass. If Dwight is indeed a bottom, then the pick and roll is his move, all right? Call it the Moby Dick and Roll. When he's in the bedroom, he wants to set a screen and receive a penis. I mean, a pass. Whatever. The moral of the story is, if Dwight Howard is gay, so what? Now, what if, because of these allegations, Dwight Howard has an emotional and mental breakdown and decided to jump off a building, and he lands on a pole, but first, See. okay, and dies or hurts herself. Whose fault is that? See. All right, I have a problem with Masine weaponizing sexuality to shame Dwight Howard, okay? Masine knows how some people in society view the LGBT community, and if normalizing homosexuality and being transgender is the goal, then someone from the LGBT community, please tell me how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is getting y'all towards that goal. Tell me. Please give Masin Elijah the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. You are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Now, what, qu what question did you ask? I want to talk to the, my, my LGBT family, and the reason I want to talk to y'all is because I just don't understand how, you know, weaponizing sexuality to shame somebody is going to get the LGBT community closer to the, the goal of equality that I know that they want. You know, I don't understand how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is a good thing. I need to, I, I want to talk to them and see how they feel about it. So what's the question? So, I thought it was so more the about the cheating. And going to sex parties and cheating on him because he was saying they were in a relationship. Yeah, but then he's outing him. He's yeah. trying to shame definitely, him. He's, he's definitely weaponi outing him. He's weaponizing D Dwight Howard's sexuality because he knows how society is going to view that man now. So I wanted to know how, why they feel like, you know, attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept. It's cool. Okay. How is that cool? Well, I don't think that's cool at all. 585-1051. Let's open up the phone lines. What's your question again, sir? How? Why, uh, oh, yeah, I want the LGBT community to tell me how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is cool. Okay. All right, we'll take it. Or, or do they think that's cool? Or, we'll take your calls when we come back. I just want to know how they feel about it. Okay. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Charlamagne gave donkey of the day to Masin Elijah. Now, Masin Elijah... Explain the story a little bit, Yee. Uh, apparently, he said that he had a relationship with Dwight Howard. He put up voice messages and everything, uh, conversations between them. 
We don't know how true any of this is, but what he's saying is that Dwight Howard cheated on him by going to transgender sex parties and having unprotected sex with other people. Yes, he accused Dwight Howard of being a six foot eleven bottom. He's allegedly been feeding Dwight Howard those penis passes in the paint, Stop deep it. in the paint. We don't know what's true. What's <laughs> Dwight not true. Howard allegedly was posting up in the bedroom, setting screens, and they was doing a little Moby Dick and roll, and then Machine was passing them. Uh, Feeding them the ball. We basically. don't know what's true or what's not true, but, but what's I, the but question? I think that this is whack, what Messine is doing. Um, I think Messine knows how some people in society view the LGBT community, and I think that if normalizing homosexuality and being transgender is the goal, then this takes them at least three to four steps back, because I don't understand how attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is cool. I, I see, and I, and I agree. I, I think that, you know, if Dwight Howard you know, is gay, that, that's his choice. That's his, that's, business. that's his business. And if he wants to come out, he can come out when he wants to come out. Yes. I think by forcing him out and trying to embarrass him and expose him is absolutely positively I have, foul. Yes, I have a problem with Machine weaponizing his sexuality to shame Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's not married. He's not a girlfriend. He's not a man of the cloth. He's not pretending to be some holier-than-thou type of guy. If he wants to be out here sleeping with a bunch of different men and, and transgender women, it's fine. That's his business, right? Now, if Messine, if this does turn out to be like a true story, just say, for instance, right? And people, if you want to tell somebody's truth, because like you said, if you tell that, you, if you tell your own truth, people can't use your truth against you. Mm -hmm. Then are we mad? Like, what if it is a true story see, and he's really it, upset see, but about this true. cheating and now he, he's exposing him for cheating that's on not him why he's doing and going that, to sex parties? But even if, it's, even if it is true, he's exposing that man to embarrass him. That's it. He's shaming him. He's weaponizing the sexuality. Yes, he probably is hurt if the whole story is true. He's probably hurt that the white was out there creeping on him. But you can't help how people react if, they do, if you do but, something like that. But I just him. don't like the weaponizing of the sexuality. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that at all in no way, shape, or form. Like, why would you be baiting him by asking him questions like, do your friends know you like to do X, Y, and Z with transgender men and transgender women? I, got, I just think that's why. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. We got Nisha on the line. Nisha, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what do you think? I think that the guy is kind of wrong in the same token because you exposing him for being a bottom, talking about he's 6'11", and you saying all these negative things about him, but in the same breath, you saying that you're threatened by him. So it's either you're threatened or you want to play him out and expose him. It seemed like he's trying to play him out more than he's trying to say that he's threatened. Exactly. And weaponizing sexuality is wrong. Yes. All right, thank you. Clarissa. Yeah. Hey, what do you think? Um, well, Clarissa's gay and she's married, by Talk the way. Talk to me, Clarissa. I am, and I have three children working on the four. There you go. Um, and I feel like I did not come out to my parents until I was about to get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody around me, the community knew, but it, I didn't come out. I, it was my decision to come out to my mother, who didn't come to my wedding. I didn't have a lot of people at my wedding. I got married at the courthouse. So for a person in the community, you know how hard it is to come out. And especially yes. for a black man in the community. And on top of all that, a black celebrity. Yes. Black, yeah, you know, absolutely. Play your position. You know as a black celebrity... Once you come out, that's dead. Like, you see how they did the football player. And, and, hell, Frank Ocean came out, and he got his coin and got out. Like, you know that that's not something that is widely accepted in the black community, but also being a celebrity. And that's not your business to tell anybody. You know what you got in it for, like T.S. Medical said. 
play your position, get your coin, and keep it moving. Okay. That is a very good point. You know, I actually saw what T.S. Madison said, and I agree with her, man. Like, none of y'all going to be getting no high-profile celebrity penis. None of these celebrity hoes going to be rocking with y'all if y'all keep weaponizing sexuality against them. All right, well, 800-585-1051. We're taking your uh, calls on... What, what's the name? I don't want to pronounce the name Masin Elijah. Masin Elijah. A point and, guard, allegedly. And he's not hes not a transgender. He's considered a, a what, ye? Yeah, he, well, he said, no, he's a man. He said, I'm a he. He said that on his timeline. A cisgender male. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know what that means. All right. Uh, and a cisgender male, because he's the point guard. Shut up, Dwight's man. the center. He was feeding Dwight the ball. Stop bam, it. Bam. Stop bam. it. <laughs> We're taking your calls when we come okay, back. stop, Charlamagne. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Dwight Howard and Machine Elijah. Did I say that right? Machine Elijah. Machine Elijah. Elijah. Now, if you missed it, Charlamagne gave him Donkey of the Day. Yes, I gave him Donkey of the Day because I feel like, you know, he's weaponizing his sexuality to shame Dwight Howard. He said that he was an alleged, he was in an alleged relationship with Dwight Howard and he got mad at Dwight Howard because Dwight Howard was allegedly sleeping with other men or transgender men and women, you know, behind his back. And I just have a problem with Machine weaponizing sexuality to shame Dwight Howard because he knows how some people in society view view the LGBT community. And just because he's upset, you know, you're going to try to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept? That's just ass backwards to me. And at It's J. Kells on Twitter said, there's a trend for gay trans men to preach against discrimination but will often put men who aren't comfortably out in a situation to face that same discrimination. I definitely have a problem with that. And I want I think that I really want to know what the LGBT community thinks about this situation. All right, well let's go to the phone lines. We have TT on the line. TT, good morning. Hey, what's going on? It's TP from Cincinnati. Oh, what's TP, up, bro? TP, what TP stand for? The penis? Nah, 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 none of that. But yeah, first of all, I just want to say I appreciate y'all listening to y'all every morning. But uh, as far as like the, the question that you was asking, nah, I think that's pretty trash. Like, I don't understand why it matters at all what he's doing outside of the court. Like, the only thing that should really matter is if he can buckets and if he can score in a post and if he can boards. Like, that's all I care about. That's right, man. That man finishes around the rim on the court all the time. If he wants somebody to finish Stop around it, his rim off the court, but that's clearly, his business. That clearly is people business. care because it was trending and everyone was talking about it. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons. It was trending because everybody was clowning Dwight Howard. It was shaming I saw a lot of people Howard. being like, listen, he should just be able to live his truth. No, nah, I didn't see that many. No. I, I did. That. I, I saw that, that on my time. It's my timeline. I well, see him shaking his ass on Wild and Out. Born. They had I a, seen him grabbing somebody's crotch. They had all this evidence of why they think Dwight Howard <laughs> yeah, is gay. I, I was see, like, God, I didn't see damn. them positive for him. Brittany. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. What do you feel about the whole Dwight Howard and uh, Masin Elijah? What, 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 what are your opinions? I feel it's, it's absolutely disgusting. Like you said, it's all in shame. Um, what I was saying earlier is, just like on Facebook, it's a smaller scale. You know, you don't, you wouldn't go on Facebook and say something like, oh, well, my ex-lover hasn't been paying child support for this, that, and the third. Some people might, but that's all on their character. That just shows how nasty of a person that they are because you're not exposing the truth to help anybody. That's you know, right. That's, that's just terrible. And then being lesbian, from my own experience, coming out was hard enough to my parents. Coming out to my friends was hard. So I feel horrible for him that this had to happen because nobody should be exposed in, in that type of manner, any manner at that, and, and unless it's something that they're ready to tell the world. It's That's not right. fair. And it's nasty. Yeah, right. And what if what if what if Dwight Howard has an emotional and mental breakdown? No, that's true. Well, why, but why my scene, suicide? I mean, my scene was know. saying He's that the reason why he told the story is because he was being I don't know how true this is stalked, harassed, and threatened. 
So I don't know how true that is, like but of, that's what he's saying is why he felt like he needed to come forward but I think to Dwight, put this out there. I, I thought they were saying Dwight's ass to don't put no stories out, don't put no stories out there, and that that was the main thing. He just didn't want this out there. I mean, we don't know what his life is. Maybe he he, he loves men. Maybe he loves transgenders. We don't know. And if Machine didn't have a history of this, then I would you know I would probably side with the harassing thing a little bit more. But he has a history of doing this. He did it to Playboy Cardi last year. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is attempting to embarrass someone over allegedly being something you want the world to accept is whack. And I need the LGBT community to step up and check this. I feel like Messine is wrong. That's just my my, 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 my take on this. Situation. Where's Trav at, man? Where is Trav? And what position does Trav play? Stop it. Yo, shut up, man. <laughs> okay. We got rumors on the way, E. Uh, yeah, let's do some good news and rumors, right? We'll talk about couples... 11 Bottoms isn't good news? ...being together <laughs> and excited about being together and staying together through thick and thin. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are Happy the Breakfast holidays. Club. Happy holidays. Come on, man. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You got to love it. And you shout to Revolt. Revolt is not here this week, so they are out this week. But They'll be I, back in 2020, right on time for the no, presidential no. They'll uh, be back election. next week, man. And happy birthday to uh, the camera guy from Revolt, Steve. Steve and the White Demon? Steve, he turns 40 today. Drop half a, half a clues bomb for no, Steve. No, man, drop a bomb for clues. Half, uh, stop, stop. Steve. No, come on, drop a full bomb. Half, he he's 40 half. today. Stop, 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 stop. There stop. you go, he's 40 today. So happy birthday, Steve. Well, Steve, well, Steve what you doing for your born day other than not working? He's not here. I'm gonna take him to the club. With me. <laughs> That's what I'm, asking. I'm gonna take him to the club with me tonight. Okay. Of course, Steve, leave him alone. He's gonna go with, to the club with me. He's tonight. only forty. Yeah. Jesus. He's Christ. had a hard Stop it, man. He's had a hard life. Woo! All right. Mayonnaise ages terribly. All right, man. Leave that man alone. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Joel Santana. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Jewel Santana and Kim Bella. They've been together for 10 years. They have two kids together. They're on Love and Hip Hop right now, which actually debuts tonight, the new season. But he did propose to her while they were performing. They were celebrating their release of their ninth studio album, Diplomatic Ties, and here's how it went down. The good times, the bad times, she held the down. But I'm all types of hell, all types of bull. I love you, baby. I love you, baby. You are my queen. And I want to do this in front of everybody right here. Drop on the clues, Bonds with Joel Santana. I saw people slandering him saying uh, he put the ring on the wrong hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did. Well, he if you've never done it before, that might happen. <laughs> he probably was nervous yeah, a little bit. He probably was nervous. Too, he was performing, you know. yeah. And then maybe she put the wrong hand out. Because I'd have been like, whoop, wrong hand. I never thought about that either, though. I never, like, when I proposed, I didn't ask which hand. I think. Like, you didn't know it's the left hand? Well, the woman knows, right? Because the woman put her yeah, hand out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She must have, maybe she put out the wrong yeah, hand. I yeah. don't know. It's not technically Jewel's fault. He did what he was supposed to do, which is get he on the He gave her a ring. Who cares? Yeah. Just be happy for them. Here's a little fun fact. So when I used to do lip service on Sirius, uh, and Jewel's and Kimbella first started dating, she actually announced it on lip service. Kimbella was doing lip service, and then we called Jewel's, and she was like, I have an announcement. I'm dating somebody. And that was like their announcement to the world 10 years ago. Oh, that's oh wow. Weird. It's cute. And, and by the way, together. Uh, the Diplomatic Ties album is hard. Drop on the clues bombs for di- Diplomatic. It's dope. Jim that Joe Diplomatic Ties album is dope. Shout out to Jim. Jim is, is spitting. Now keep Cam mind- is spitting. Yes. Joel's, but Jim is going crazy. Keep in mind, I'm 40. So, well, <laughs> by the way, Love and Hip Hop New York is dope. on tonight, and Joel's and Cabela are on there. And they're in couples therapy now. I have some spoilers for y'all. 
All right. So not too much spoilers, but it's more like a tease. Check it out. This is them in couples therapy. Are there any fears of relapse? You know what you kind of got to go through, the, the whole withdrawal thing, and I don't ever want to go through that again. Listen, I've been here for nine months years, nine. And I know you know I have been through a lot of stuff with you in this relationship. If it's not infidelity, it's the drug. If it's not the drug, it's disrespect. If it's not disrespect, it's all kinds of other stuff. You know, it was just something that I was trying to do to hurt you. It was just something that I got caught up in doing. Who else on this show? I need to see if I'm watching. Oh, well, Joe Button's on there. Here's a little snippet from him. Okay. I'm Joe Button. I used to be a rapper. Now <laughs> I'm the single most relevant voice in music today. So who better the to see y'all than the artist surviving today? The game that is hip-hop. I'll play that clip the just for y'all. The single most relevant <laughs> voice in music today. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off, Joe Button. Okay. You should have that confidence. Okay. Uh oh. One of, not the single Uh most relevant voice in music today. Hold on, Joe Button, one more time for that, please. Play it again. (laughs) I knew that was going to get them riled up. Play it again. Joe Button. I used to be a rapper. Now, I'm the single most relevant voice in music today. Ask gas. So, who better to school y'all on the art of surviving the game? Bart. The game that is. Please. (laughs) Knock it off, Joe. Anyway, Joe Button and Sin Santana are on there together. So, you know, it's. You know, obviously, Rem, Remy Ma and Papusa are on there as well. Mano's on oh, there. Is Remy and Papusa still on there? Because you know Remy and Papusa yeah. have their own show. They still on? They're still on there. Juju's Mano's on, on there. Mano's, Mano's on, on there. Mano's on there, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. I think y'all will enjoy this season. Rich Dollar's on there. They bought Bitch Dollar's back? Yeah, they bought Rich Dollar. Safari's on it. Safari, okay. So they really, this is really They actually York. show Safari getting booed at Dykeman. Yeah, they oh, I'm definitely Dykeman. watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in now. You got me now. They go, they go, why would you go there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got me all in now. Listen, I'm just telling Telling y'all, I think you might want to watch this. And did anybody go see Creed two over the weekend? I did. I did see I, it. I definitely saw Creed two. And this how week. was it? It was a fifty-five million dollar opening weekend. Nice. I thought it was great. But I mean, I'm a Rocky fan. Though. I love the Rocky franchise. And I always say Apollo Creed is more important to the Rocky franchise than Rocky. That is a fact. Well, it made me cry. Creed. Um. One little scene that might make you tear up a little bit. And it's dope because they show you what happens to Ivan Drago after Ivan Drago lost. You know what I'm saying? It's good. I liked it. Okay, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, now the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.